Hey everyone, thanks for joining again. I appreciate you all listening. I hope everybody's doing great. And um, and if you're not, it'll pass. These things too shall pass. I've been saying that a lot lately uh, to myself. And so, um, yes, I've been working on limiting my ums. We'll see if it happens this time. <laughs> but, um... I guess what I want to talk about this time is, one, I didn't record an episode last week because I've been just feeling a lot of shit. Um, and honestly, I just, you know, didn't feel like coming on and sharing my shit and projecting that out into anybody who's listening. Uh, I just don't feel like that would have been very helpful, beneficial. So I just kind of reined it in and uh, went about my business, um, just feeling feelings, uh, new things that have happened recently. We got a new little kitty, a uh, new addition to our family. His name is Sir Winston. He is a lot of fun. He's a little bit crazy, uh, cute as heck, so soft, so cuddly, and he fits right in with our family. The cats have gotten used to him since we, we've had him probably now for about 10 days, and um, we have two other cats. One's about 12 years old, the other one's approximately 5 four or five years old and um they it took a few days to, for them to integrate uh for sir winston to uh kind of feel out his new homestead the other two cats were like what in the heck is kind of going on here um my cat was very much attached to me and still is throughout this whole process. Um, they're territorial animals. So I figured some jealousy was, you know, going to happen. So I made sure to give my cat Bullseye a lot of extra attention, a lot of extra love. And then Zyla, um, which is my daughter, mm -hmm. she uh, had Sir Winston in her room throughout the entire process. And... Uh, Today, they're all playing. They're all having fun. They're all running around here. Brought some life back to the other two cats. And it just is um, pretty crazy to see the, some of the things that kind of go on between these animals. And it's just uh, very entertaining. So that's something new that's happened here in our family. And um, it just, it's it's pretty cool when another uh you get another pet another family member and you can watch how the wheels are spinning and what they must be thinking and so it's just very exciting very exciting for our family um and so amongst that there's been 
a lot of different emotions that have come about with different things. I, I've been worrying about some things. I've noticed that I've been um, in resistance to uh, quite a few things. I've just started to notice whether that be moving, whether that be driving down the road, buying a bra, uh, all of these different things. Um, I can't stand having to go bra shopping. That's my least favorite thing to do. I would say, yeah, one of my least favorite. I would rather shovel shit than go bra shopping. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just, uh, been feeling a lot of my own thoughts and I guess the best word I can say about it is resistance and actually noticing that that's what that was after all my worries, after being, uh, having some anxiety around some things, having some sadness around other things and realizing what well, I'm creating my own resistance here. Um, thinking too far in the future about, well, how is this going to play out? Or how am I going to want it to play out here? And what is it going to do if I do this? It's like, you know, I can't control everything. Stop what you're doing right now. You're trying to control a future that hasn't even played out yet, you know? And so I go back into my daydreaming, I guess you could say, like envisioning a future of what I want to see, of things I want to do. But then I start veering off that path into, well, what if that doesn't work out? Well, how is it going to work out if this happens? And how am I going to protect myself if this happens? And well, what am I going to do? Because I got two kids and what if this doesn't pan out the way I want it to pan out and I got to make sure that they're protected and safe and I got to make sure that they have what they need. And then I start I'm like, wait a minute, wait, this don't even feel good anymore. Daydreaming, envisioning for myself, it should feel good. It should feel fun. It should feel uh, exciting. And it just started to not feel exciting. It started to feel like a lot of work. It started to feel like, oh man, can I even really do this? Is this even going to be possible for me? And when I started looking at, I, I take a step back, I need to take a step back and I need to look, what the fuck am I doing to myself? I'm getting myself way up and then I'm getting myself down low. Stop beating yourself up. Stop getting so down on yourself. Just envision and put everything you want out there. And you're in your egoic protection mode. Because that's what our ego is really for, is there to protect us. And make sure we stay safe. Make sure that we don't go too far to the right, too far to the left. We stay on that 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 
center path where we're comfortable and we don't have to worry too much, which I get in one aspect that part of the ego is necessary. But for my case with future planning or, you know, um, thinking of these things that I want to do for myself, my ego was limiting me to be able to think of more stuff that I want. And it was saying, wait a minute here, uh, maybe you shouldn't do that. Or wait a minute, maybe, maybe this isn't going to work out. I need to stop doing that. Just stop because you're putting two things out there in the universe and they're both contradicting themselves and you're closing doors on yourself. You're shutting, you're opening this door and then basically you're shutting it saying, no, you can't. And so taking a deep look at the resistance that I was throwing up for myself and there's a lot of other things that I do this with. One main thing, though, is being able to move. I have a future goal of being able to move one day. And, um, you know, future planning for any of that. And I guess I can't say, I shouldn't say future planning. I should say more of... Um, of uh, envisioning, yeah, that, you know, I keep forgetting that word, envisioning my for myself. So when I do, um, I do different types of meditations every day. Sometimes I'll do the same meditation uh, for like a week. And so the meditation that I did this morning was envisioning a future self. And then I would go in and I talk with my little child self and tell that little child self me, the little bitty Nikki, that trust yourself. You can trust me. I'm always there with you and I'm never going to leave you. We are safe. We are protected. I'm watching out for you. Your thoughts and feelings are valid and you can do anything you want to do. Let's do this together. And then I bring her into the future with me, um, it's sort of like a seeing your higher self type of a process. So <clears throat> I did that this morning. And then, um, you know, it, it helps in a way. At, I guess it does help in a way, but I do notice I'm still... I'm still a human being. I still am going to slip up. I still am going to be in my moments. And that's okay. That's, it's all right to feel shitty. You just don't want to stay there. And so not beating myself up about my emotions and my thoughts. Because um, I've noticed that with this um, one particular thing that I've, accomplished uh, for myself for the family uh, I, re I accomplished this um, I've been wanting uh, a nice truck for a long long time ever since I you know I got rid of my dad's truck 
And um, I've been wanting to, to, you know, be able to attain that again. Because one, it w- it's safe. Number two, I just, I, it helps me to feel that sense of accomplishment. And, um, you know, and I had help. And then I started after, you know, accomplishing this, you know, having a manifest for the family. Here comes my egoic self projecting fears into, into the having of this. And if it's going to work out, if this, you know, now that I have this, is this going to, because it's one, it's getting me one step closer. Um, I, I can't keep just saying me though. It's the family. Uh, it's getting the family one step closer to that envisioning of future. And so here comes my egoic protection mechanism of the egoic self projecting fears into, well, what if it's not going to work out? What if, you know, this is going to cost too much? What if this is... um you know, what if I choose an area that's not going to be safe? Um, what about our cats? And what if they end up um, scratching up the place? And, you know, it's like, Nikki, what are you doing? Stop what you're doing. That, you know, you're speaking words into the universe that you don't even want to happen. So stop going there. Rain it back. Pull it back. Pull your energy back to you. And then let's start over. Cancel, clear, delete, and let's start fresh. Now what do we want? What does self want? So then I move a little forward with that. And when I feel like, you know, it, that's enough. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave that be for the time being. And I'm going to go wash the dishes. <laughs> or, or I'm going to, you know, go sit here and listen to this book. Or, you know, I'm going to clean the floor. Start doing a, a task that helps to um, clear some of those thoughts. Uh, listening to some music. Because I've noticed you, you can't be in a state of lack and then jump right to a state of abundance. You can't get there from there, as Abraham Hicks says. You can't get there from there. You have, it's a process you have to work through. So one of the things that I find is helpful for myself when I do feel any type of anxiety, when I feel any type of, uh, sadness or, um, any type of, uh, fears, I'm just like, "Mm -mm. it's okay to feel those. They're meant to teach me something. What's a lesson I need to learn from this? And let me put some music on and let me just start feeling this music and listen to the words, listen to the beat. Let me focus on the beat of this music. And once I notice for myself, I don't know if this is true for everybody else, but I know this is for me. Music is a really, really big thing for me. If I'm not feeling good, if I'm not feeling, if I'm feeling any kind of like, uh, discombobulated in my thoughts or whatever. I just focus on the beat 
And then all of a sudden, just, I got to start moving. You know, I start dancing, start singing along with it. And once that happens, and it's almost like lessening that resistance, um, you start feeling a little bit lighter. Things start softening up. It's not so crunchy and sticky anymore. It's more of a feeling a little better type of feeling. And sometimes I don't really even notice when I start feeling a little bit better. But then pretty soon it'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, just kind of dancing and do all these things. And then when I go back to revisit, not the, I'm not going to envision again, but I am looking at the bigger picture of, hey, you know, I feel better and I think I can breathe a lot easier. Um, deep breathing is another thing that has been helping me with some of these things. And so it's okay to feel these things. They're meant to show us something. And I don't think I'm ever going to clear out these shitty feelings. I don't think I'm ever going to um, be totally healed or, you know, finish healing. Because that's my shadow aspect. My shadow self is always going to be there. My ego is always going to be there. But I think what I'm meant to do is to um, not necessarily clear them out, but to look at them from a different perspective. And then I can feel them in a different way. And so feeling sadness, yeah, I feel sad sometimes. Or feeling angry. Yeah, I feel angry sometimes. Or feeling like I'm just bitching about, you know, the slush, the snow, the bra, <laughs> whatever it might be. It's okay to do that as long as you have that better uh, self-awareness uh, or that, um, how would you say, uh, as long as your mind can pull away from that a little bit and see that that's what you're doing. It's like a, a more conscious way of looking at the situation that you're bitching about. And so it's okay to bitch. It's okay to feel shitty. I tell myself that, okay, you know, Nikki, it's okay to feel shitty. You're feeling these feelings for a reason. What is it they're trying to teach you? You know, it's you're meant to learn from these emotions. That's why we have emotions, energy in motion. You got it. You got to go through it. You can't clear it out because you're not going to learn that way. You have to sit with them and feel them. And then it's okay. It's okay to feel them and still be at peace while you're feeling them. It's like a middle ground there. It's It's like a in the middle of the light aspect and the dark aspect. It's almost like, um, like the light aspect would be more of like your, uh, maybe like your, your soul feelings or your, your, 
um, your higher self. The darkness would be like your, you know, your ego, the shadow aspect, your body feelings. And being in that middle place and just being okay with it. Notice it's kind of, um, it's a process of surrendering to the resistance that you're feeling and having that compassion for yourself, being easy on yourself, loving yourself enough to say, you know, it's okay to feel this shit. Yes, I feel shitty and that's all right and it'll pass. This too shall pass in moments. And not beat myself up for feeling the anxiety or the sadness or the upset. Breathing through it. And still having these thoughts because I'm meant to learn from it. So, yeah, I've been feeling resistance lately. Worrying about some things that um, I really want to get. Uh, I, I don't know what you would get rid of or be able to um, uh, wipe the slate clean or um, you know however w with some of the things that I got going on and it's it's not an easy process but life wasn't meant to be easy <laughs> it was meant to be lived so here I am living life I am enjoying life. I'm grateful that I have emotions that I can feel. And I feel them very deeply. Sometimes very strong. And sometimes it's kind of like, you know, I'm aloof. And I'm just kind of, you know what, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. It's okay. Um, I'm good either way. And I think that's a lot of the trick to... Being able to um, manifest different things for yourself is if you hold strong resistance to it, you're pushing it farther away. So then basically just lessening it by way of saying, well, I'm good either way. I'm, I'm, if, I, if I don't get it, if I do get it, I'm good either way. And then appreciating where you're at. Even if, you know, you can see the sun that day or if you got shoes on your feet or if you got something to eat, you know, or if you were able to, you know, help somebody out, you know, that that's, a, you know, a lot of different things to be grateful for. And so, yeah, I just wanted, you know just to come on and talk a little bit about some of the resistance that I've been feeling to certain things and um, how I'm able to lessen that resistance for myself. And trust me, I'm still not all the way there. These are just some of the things I'm still working on lessening the resistance to a lot of other things. And so I'm just speaking from my own perspective on what I go through. But aside from that, I did want to talk to about um, one particular dream. Uh, I've had a lot of crazy dreams in the past few days. I'd say past week. 
just a whole, I, I've been flying in a couple of my dreams. Uh, I've seen blue whales flying in space in a couple of my dreams, or in one of my dreams. Um, there was another one of my dreams about a cast iron sheet pan. I don't know if they make cast iron sheet pans. I've never seen a cast iron sheet pan before. But um, I was sliding down a, I don't know if it was a, like a, it was a super huge slide, a super huge, huge kid slide. And it was like big enough for like a hundred kids to slide down and just having fun. Um, but one particular dream stands out to me. And uh, it was me and Zyla, and, which is my youngest daughter. Um, my oldest was there, but I don't remember her like being, like seeing her there. Um, and then Marcos. And so we were all just kind of in the islands and it was real, like a tropical type of a place, but we were up North and, uh, we were outside somewhere like on a patio like beach type of like almost like um we're on the beach I know that and it was like a like a cement patio type of thing I don't know but the concierge came up to us and he said I have a package here for Zyla and it was a super huge like box a super huge box I'm like well what the hell somebody's sending my kid a package well let me see so I was looking at it and I was opening it up and as I was opening you know Zyla was sitting there watching me and I'm looking into this box and I'm starting pulling up different types of clothes and like a whole freaking wardrobe came out of this box of really nice fancy clothes and then there was a piece of paper that said trust in Zyla or trust for Zyla. I think it said trust in Zyla. And then there was keys, a set of keys that were in there. And on this paper, it talked about, uh, oh, there was a letter. There was a letter in this box and it said, here is... Uh, I want, well, I wanted Zyla to have all of these things because I am her long lost brother and I wanted to get to meet or I look forward to meeting her very soon and um, just I, I wanted her to do well in life so I'm leaving her with this trust fund, a new wardrobe and keys to a new mansion for her and her family. And I was like, what in the heck? And I'm like, well, what? So I, you know, as I finished reading this letter, it says, love Nipsey Hustle. And I'm like, what the heck? And I'm looking at Marcos and I'm like, I know I didn't have another kid. And I'm like, did you have another kid that's almost your age? And, you know, and it's just kind of like said in my mind, I didn't actually say that to him, but I'm just giving him a weird look and I'm like, what the heck? Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey Hussle is Zyla's brother? And I woke up. Oh, the other part of that was I ended up taking another piece of paper out. And it was like a it was like a, a poster type of thing that you would get from 
a radio station that had the radio station logo on it and they all signed it and Nipsey Hussle signed it as well. And it was like made out to, to Zyla or whatever. And so I was just thinking Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle, you know, who is Nipsey Hussle? And I'm like, you know, I know that name and I know he's a famous rapper. And then I woke up and as I'm waking up, you know, I'm just like coming into uh, consciousness and I'm like, Nipsey Hussle, what the heck? That was such a strange dream that um, I went and Googled Nipsey Hussle. And now before I went to bed, I was not listening to any music by this man. I don't even believe I've ever heard any music by him before. And um, so I, I Googled him. I seen the picture, his picture. I have not looked up any information about this person. But what really caught my attention, it was the dream. She, He was her long lost brother. Now, Zyla every once in a while has told me, especially within the past, you know, two, she was like three, four, five years old. And she hasn't talked about this in a while. She once in a while, she'll talk about this. And she remembers because I've asked her maybe, I don't know, maybe like a month ago, I, I have asked her, I said, did you remember saying this? And she's like, yes. But what she used to say was, she had brothers and she had a brother. One of her brothers passed away and she's adamant, dead set that she had brothers and her brothers were from down South and she can remember doing things with her brothers. And she would tell me stories of things that they've done before. And I, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, Zyla chose to come here at this point in time. She chose to have me as her parent. She chose to be here now to go through life. And right now, knowing what I know of old souls and star seeds, our kids are here to teach us things. And they also have lived past lives. They also have a higher self. They also have a, a path and a journey. And so knowing all of these different aspects of parallel universes, parallel realities, um, it just is kind of like, well, I believe her. I believe that, yeah, she knows what she's talking about. Um, I've heard a lot of other stories from a lot of other children that have also uh, remembered their past lives, remembered being kings, remembered being a poor poor person, or remembered so many different things that they've remembered from their past lives. And our children coming in now, it just seems like they're um, they're more woke. They're very in their little spiritual selves. It's us, the parents who are closed off. And they're so close to that spirit realm. 
So I allow her to talk. I allow her to talk freely about these things. I don't shut her down. I don't tell her she's wrong. I do not tell her that she it, it, that this isn't real. I fully give her full reign to tell me what she wants to tell me. And I'm just like in awe. I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking phenomenal, man. This is, you know, it's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. And um, so I'm listening to her telling me these stories. And so my dream, that's a one of the first things after I'm like, Nipsey Hustle. And I look at his picture and then my brain clicks. I'm like, Zyla even told me she had brothers and she told me one of her brothers passed on. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not kind of putting two and two together until today. Today I'm talking with somebody on the phone and I'm telling somebody this dream that I have. And that person tells me that they believe that this Nipsey hustle had passed on like last year. I had no idea of that. I, um, I didn't, research enough to learn that information and uh I, I don't know these are all pieces to a puzzle that I'm just <laughs> I'm just picking up and I'm putting them together in whatever ways that I meant to and journaling about them and writing things down And it's a pretty profound experience. And I'm not real sure what the dream meant, but it happened. I dreamt it. And I know there are no coincidences in this life. And the person I was on the phone with was like, kind of like, you know, what if in fact, you know, that is her brother from another lifetime? Or, you know, who knows if, you know, what if her dad is related to a cousin of this guy of some sort, you know, who knows? And it's kind of like, I, I, I didn't do any research yet, like I said, but um, I plan on it because it's very interesting to me and I do not for the life of me understand why I would dream of this man because I don't know any of his music. I didn't even really know who he was. I've heard his name maybe two or three times. And it has not been recently. <laughs> so, yeah. That's just a little bit of um, the dreams that I've been having. And how I kind of, uh, I don't know, I'll be trying to decipher more on that. I'm going to take a drink. Hold on. And so, yeah, that's um pretty much everything I, you know, wanted to talk about tonight. And um, if you've made it this far, I do appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. And, you know, I just, I, I appreciate your support. And if anybody ever wants to share about their dreams I'm always here to listen I'm not saying I can decipher them but I really like to hear about them and if anybody else is feel, feeling resistance to things you know it's human nature 
We're, we're human beings. It's okay. And um, this is just how I process things. So, again, thank you. I hope you are all doing great. Stay blessed. I love you all.